0: Hi, Welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy! In church, the past three weeks, um, three weeks ago, uh, Dr. Rachel shared a message on doubt, right? If you remember, uh, she shared about uh, how pain and suffering uh, happens in life and uh, that may cause doubt. And it's what we deal with doubt, uh, what we deal with our doubt that's important and then the following week Pastor Dave shared about dealing with disappointment. But how you know when disappointment comes our way we should know that you no know, it's um, not permanent, it's not a punishment and God is with us every step of the way. But last week Pastor Dave shared about uh, the joy of not knowing. That you know it's okay to know not to not know uh, everything. It's okay to not know about you know uh, when uh, something will that uh, we we're praying about uh, comes through, to uh, pray about breakthrough, when we we'll get a breakthrough, it's, 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 it's okay to not know, right? And this week, I'm going to share a word that actually I shared with ex um last year, uh, around November time. And uh, it's, I just felt really strongly about sharing this because uh, it, it just builds on what has been shared the past three weeks. But it's something that I hold on to ever since uh, God has taught me about this, uh, and um, and I just sense that you know maybe someone in the midst just needs to hear this this morning. Um, you know, as we just spoke about, we learned last three weeks. You know, disappointment. Life is real, right? Life is very very real. Um, things that we don't like, will happen. And. Uh, that's the same for all of us, right? I myself, am honest. Yeah, there are days where I get up and I go, "Well, God, I don't think I can do this." I get up and I say, "God, I feel defeated." God, I feel like a failure. And there are days where you know I just I'm I'm, I'm just disappointed. I face disappointment. Um, you know, for the past sort of year and a half, two years maybe, uh, I've been praying about God. You know, what's my next step uh, in my career? Right? I felt that you know, my time in what I'm doing now is up, and I want to try something new. I want to try something exciting. right? And we um, pray, no, God, I want to try this. God, I want to try this. I'm interested in this. I'm interested in that. Uh, and I'm surprised. Uh But I faced closed-door disappointment. Uh, and this message uh, came about when I uh, was praying about a specific opportunity that I really, really wanted. And the opportunity came up. Uh, within within my company, uh, for transfer, it's very rare for that for this for this specific uh, department. And um, I applied for it. I prayed about it. I applied for it. And I said, God, I have peace, and God, you know, I surrender to you. I know it's going to happen. And next thing I know, uh, the the only response I got was no. We're not going to even interview you. Uh, and I felt so disappointed. If I'm honest, a bit angry as well. And you know, recently, uh, just last week, one of our students who just graduated actually shared uh, that you know she's graduated with pretty good results, and uh, she's started applying uh, for um, different companies for work, right? And uh, there was this one company, went for multiple interviews, and this one company that you know if it went well. The company said we like you, and she said she really really liked the company as well, uh, and pretty much a close deal, uh, but because of what's happening, cases going up, things like that, the company turned around and they say, you know what, we're not going to offer you anything because we're not confident we are okay to hire people with everything that's going on right now. Right? And I know people uh, who are still uh, applying for jobs and not getting any. Uh, I know people who, you know, uh, had assessment center, uh, internship lined up, and then looking forward to it, and all they hear next is, you know, cancel, cancel, cancel. And life is real. Disappointment is real. And I pray uh, that this will be encouragement to you. And if I can put a title to this message, right? It will be called, uh, it will be, Be Strong and Courageous. Be Strong and Courageous. How many of you have heard of this phrase? Actually, I've known this phrase since I was young, right? Uh, it's uh, it's something that I often say to myself uh, when I was younger, especially because uh, mm-hmm. my house, right, um, my room is actually all the way to the end of the upstairs. Uh, so you go up the stairs, right? My parents' rooms are here, and my room is at the, at the end of the other corner, right? My my, my siblings' rooms are on the side, right? So going down this corridor, and there's two sets of lights. Uh, for some reason, the first switch only turned on the first light, and so uh, it's dark, thanks, right? And so, uh, yeah, growing up, I was very, very afraid of the dark, right? And so whenever I go through uh, that corridor to my room, uh, sometimes I run, uh, but I, the, the one thing that I always tell myself is, you know, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous, because it's something that I learned from Sunday school, right? Joshua, got telling him, be strong and courageous, you know? Uh, in terms of be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. You know, last year, I just felt God, as I was facing a disappointment uh, with this, you know, this one opportunity that I applied for, uh, that I didn't get. Um, I just felt God saying, be strong and courageous. And, I mean, it didn't really make sense to me, I guess because first, I never really understood what be strong and courageous was. And be strong and courageous was a phrase that I kind of use only when I'm afraid of, like, the dark, <laughs> right? And so, uh, the word that I heard from God was, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. And I went, to be strong and courageous. And so if you have the Bible with me, uh, let's turn to Joshua chapter 1. We're going to read from verse 1 to verse 9, right? If you're there, can I get a good Amen. Amen. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses. In the wilderness, Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success." Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not, be a f- do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. Be strong and courageous. Here we read about Joshua taking over Moses. Uh, Moses has passed away and Joshua um, takes over Moses as uh, the leader of the people, right? And uh, here we read about God uh, telling Joshua, be strong and courageous. You know, these are words I would least expect to be spoken over Joshua. Because you know, Joshua, as a Bible character, as a person, he's always felt like he embodies, be strong and courageous, right? He was one of the 12 spies who went uh, to scout the land. All 12 came back saying, wow, the land is amazing. It's full of milk and honey, but 10 out of 12 said, these guys are way too big. We shouldn't even go near them, Uh, but two spies, one of them being Joshua, were the only two that came back and said, you know what? They are big, but we can take them. They are big, but if God is with us, we can definitely take them. Right? Joshua was fearless, right? Even when Moses was around. Um, And then read about, you know, the book of Joshua and how, uh, you know, battles, Joshua wins, leads the people to win battles. You know, he's a warrior, right? And yet here, reading that, you know, Was told to be strong and courageous, and three times it felt a bit odd. And as I meditate on this a bit more, even in my time uh, when you know I was just disappointed and I felt defeated, you know, I realized that you know, maybe, 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 maybe Joshua was afraid. Now in verse nine here we read that you know God says be strong and courageous, do not be frightened. There must be a reason why God says to not be frightened. I think maybe because Joshua was afraid. Maybe yeah, Joshua was afraid because Moses his mentor is now gone. He is now the person everyone looks at. Big shoes to fill, Moses. I mean, if I was in, I would be afraid. I remember when I first uh, was asked to take over uh, being the coordinator of Ex Bristol. Um, and uh, I remember we sat around uh, the cafe um, when, Josh, when when John was still around. Uh, I remember Pastor Kenner, Pastor Sandra, Pastor Dave, Pastor Kat being there. Um, and before that, you know, John, in his last day, he sort of said, you know, uh, take over, coordinate, things like that, you know. And in front of him, I was like, Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, But if I'm honest, I was really scared. Uh, And when we sat down in the cafe in Bristol uh, to talk about it, it really hit me going, this is real. (laughs) And I remember Pascal asked me whether I was willing to take it up, uh, and I said, I said the Christian answer, okay? Uh, I didn't say yes. Uh, but I said I'm willing, right? And I remember very clearly. I said I'm willing, but I had some excuses, right? I said, uh, but you no, know, I work, I, 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 I may not have as much time as George. You know, I travel a lot, so it might be difficult. Um, but I was scared. I was genuinely scared. And I can only feel, you know, that you know maybe Joshua was like that as well. Big shoes to fill. I'm scared. I'm afraid. I don't know whether I'm good enough. I don't know whether people will like me. Um, I don't know whether people will listen to me. And maybe you know, because this this is when you know they've wandered the wilderness for forty years, right? Going nowhere, nothing but desert, right? <laughs> I mean, forty years of wandering the wilderness. I think that would strike fear, even in someone like Joshua. Maybe in his mind, he's thinking, you know, what's going to happen?" Is the rest of my life gonna be like this, leading the people around? Yeah, maybe he was afraid. And God was saying, you know, be strong and courageous. It means this. It's my first point. Be strong enough to admit that you are afraid. But be courageous enough to trust me anyway. Joshua was afraid, and God was saying, you know, it's okay to be afraid, but trust me. Don't be dismayed. I, your God, is with you. Trust me. And I sense that God was telling that to me as well, because, you know, going to God all the time, um, when I, I realize that when I go to God, you know, even when I'm disappointed, even when I'm in a state, you know, I'm afraid, I go to God and somehow I'll go, God, you know, um, the word says that uh, though I walk through the shadow of uh, the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Uh, God, um, you know, you're with me. God, i nothing starting to fear. God, I know you're with It's all good. My first God was saying to me that, you know what? I want to know. And I want to hear you tell me that you're afraid as well. You don't have to put up a mask in front of me. I mean, say all those things inside me I was afraid. I was like, God no, I believe, I believe. I was scared. Uh, (laughs) And I God was saying to me, you know, be strong enough to admit that you're afraid. No, it takes a lot, a lot, a lot of strength to admit you're afraid. And men especially, right? Men especially. Uh, you know, I grew up in a Chinese primary school, and there's this saying that we used to say when we were younger, you yeah, boys, let talk about being grown men, I feel like a grown man, but <laughs> there's this phrase that we always say, right, if I can translate this properly, I think it means grown men, shed, no, not shed, grown men can sweat, but never shed tears, right? Grown men can sweat, but never shed tears. Almost saying that, you know, whatever it is, you can sweat, but you can never shed tears. And that's a concept that, you know, we grew up with, I mean, I grew up with, in that, you know, as men, I need to show, you know, that I am brave, that I am not afraid of anything, I'm fearless. But if I'm honest, there's a lot of things I'm afraid of, right? As some of you know, I'm scared of pants. I'm afraid of roller coasters, uh, <laughs> uh, but as guys, you know, you put up a show, right? Uh, it's funny how I remember uh, when I was younger a bit, uh, people talk about, you know, let's go to this theme park, that theme park. I'll say, yeah, let's go. And then when they actually book in, I would say, you know what, I'm busy. I'm not coming. Uh, actually, I wasn't really that busy. I just didn't want to go because I was scared, right? <laughs> um, but you know, God was telling me, you know, you don't have to come with me with a mouse, right? You can tell me that you're afraid. In fact, I want to hear that you're afraid. I want to know the good, the ugly, the bad. Sometimes I go to God. I say, God, I'm angry. God, I know this is not right, but I'm angry. I'm sorry, but God, I am angry. Um, God, I'm sad. And sometimes, you know, I get up from my bed. I feel defeated, and I just go to God and say, you know, God, I don't. I can't do. I, 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 I can't. I can't do this anymore, God. Help me. And it's okay to be afraid because, you know, even Jesus was afraid, right? In the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, Father, if possible, let this cup pass me by. Right? But, and he even sweated blood, right? But he said, nevertheless, let your will be done. Right? Let your will be done. Nevertheless, i trust you. And God was saying to me, you know, it's okay to tell me that you're afraid. And you need strength. You need to be strong enough to admit that you're afraid. And for some of us me, that's what we need to do. We need to be strong enough to take off that mask, come to God and say, God, this is the me who's afraid. God, I need you. But, it takes a lot of courage and then say, Lord, this is how I feel. Whatever it is, I'm still going to trust you. I'm going to have faith, God, that you're going to come through for me. And I'm just going to be faithful. It takes a lot of courage to do that. And that's what God was telling me. You know? Be strong and courageous. Be strong enough to admit that you're afraid. But be, sh- but be courageous enough to trust me anyway. Right? The other time that God says to um, Joshua, be strong and courageous, is this. In verse 6, he says, be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to your fathers to give them. Be strong and courageous. And I sense that this second point, second, this... The second point for today is be strong and courageous means be strong enough to dream again. Be strong enough to dream again. But be courageous enough to surrender that dream to me. Maybe Joshua has lost that dream. That dream, that promise of God saying, you know, that's the promised land. Maybe after wandering the wilderness 40 years, I mean if I think about myself, if I were to be praying about God, what's next for 40 years, I think I would have given up by then. <laughs> right? And after wandering the wilderness of 40 years, disappointment after disappointment, for 40 years, right? Where's the promise? Where's the promise? Where's the promise? Where's the promise? Maybe. Joshua, stop dreaming. If ever God was telling me, you know, don't stop dreaming. Be strong enough. It takes a lot of strength to stand back up and say, you know, I'm going to believe in this dream again. I'm going to dream again. It takes a lot of strength to do that. If ever God was telling me, you know, be strong enough to dream again. But, it takes a lot of courage to say, this dream God I'm going to surrender it to you. Even though I had disappointment, even though I had a closed door of God, I'm going to surrender it to you again. That takes a lot of courage. And God was saying here, you don't be strong enough to dream again, that you shall cause his people to inherit this land that, fathers, uh, that I promised your fathers Surrender that dream to me. I'm going to make it happen. How do you do that? How do you dream again? You know, one amazing thing you can do that really helped me is to remember uh, remember the times that God has come through for you. You know, many times we tend to forget uh, testimonies, uh, which is a really bad thing. We remember the bad things rather than the good things, right? We always do. And sometimes we forget testimonies. And I remember as I was very disappointed at this, meditating on this, God reminded me of how I got my job in the first place, right? God reminded me saying that, you know, remember that time where you were just a final year student and uh, you were applying for jobs as well? And my testimony is this, I've shared this with experts so many, many times, um, but I applied to uh, different companies uh, and my results were good, right? And I applied for them, not bragging, but <laughs> I was applying for different companies and many of them actually brought me all the way through to the final stage, um, past the first interview, assessment center, and then the second interview, and all of all of them kinda of just went, you know what, at the second interview. It's very funny because they always tell me when I when I get to the final interview, they say, Yeah, we pretty much know that we want you. So just come in, feel comfortable and um, yeah. Um, we just it's just formality and <laughs> when it touched they go, well, no, we're gonna close the door at the final interview, right? And this company I'm working for actually rejected me twice uh, before I could apply. Uh, uh, twice before I finally got the job. And the third time was back then. You can only apply once a year, so they rejected me once in my second year. They rejected me once in my third year, and technically I couldn't apply anymore. And all my all 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 the job applications that I applied for in the UK um, was gone, right? But I really wanted to stay, and I was praying about it. Uh, but came January, February, all my off, all my offers were rejected. All the doors were closed. I was quite sad to go home, right? And I remember that year. Uh, We did our first ever bloom. And uh, Alicia uh, actually came and visited us. Uh, And she shared with me her story of how she uh, went to Germany, felt really, uh, went to Germany uh, and uh, felt, you know, got college to Germany and left everything, went to Germany for a job interview to be a teacher. But turned out that they rejected her. Came home uh, and, you know, prayed about it and, you know, said, God, what's going on? Uh, and then the school called them back and said, you know, we want you back. Right? And I remember she shared that with me on a Saturday. That's when we had our service and bloom. And it stuck on with me Sunday. And Monday morning, I remember I got up in the morning. And for some reason, her testimonies didn't, didn't escape my mind, right? And I said, God, wouldn't that be amazing if something like that happened to me? And immediately, my phone... Bust. And I had an email saying, Hey, are you still interested in that position? And that's how I got the job, right? It was not, I wasn't allowed to reapply because the rules were once a year. You can only apply once a year. You're rejected. That's it. If we see your name again, we're going to reject you. And this was just a miracle. And I knew that it was God. And God reminded me saying that, you know, this was how I provided your job the job that you have right now. I will provide. Surrender that dream to me again, and I will provide. Trust me, and I will provide when the time is right. When the time is right. You now, even for Joshua, it's the same thing. God had to remind the Israelites, you know, uh, even as we read on, right, in chapter 3, uh, this is when. Uh, the, the, the joshua led the people the israelites you know uh, to cross jordan and the way they did it was parting the jordan right parting the jordan just like how they did well, how Moses did what Moses did right reminding again that you know I am still the same yesterday today tomorrow God reminding them again you know remember that time remember that time and for some of us, you know, if you if, if, if currently you know you're in a place where you're just disappointed, you face disappointment, maybe you're in a place where you know it feels like nothing's working for you, would you dream again? And would you have the courage? to Remember you know, of what God has done for you and have the courage to surrender it to him again. Surrender that cream to him again. You no, know, and then the next, the, 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 um, and my third point is, be strong enough to accept, but be courageous enough to obey. Be strong enough to accept, but be courageous enough. To obey this, uh, you know the the, the the I'll explain right uh, in verse seven. Uh, God says, "Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go." God is saying, you know, these are my word, my promises. My laws, follow it. Follow it. And you know, as we read on you know, the famous story, we all know about uh, the wall of Jericho, right? Uh, later on we read, you know, uh, chapter 6, right? The fall of the wall of Jericho. And God is almost saying, you know, be strong enough to accept that my ways are higher. Be strong enough to accept that even if it doesn't make sense, it's fine. That takes a lot of strength to accept something that doesn't make sense. But be courageous enough to obey even though it doesn't make sense. And that's what we saw in the fall of war of you know, God says to warrior Joshua, this city is yours for the taking. But what I want you to do is go around it and sing and dance. I mean, if that was me, I mean, imagine, right, if you're doing, going for exams and God says, and you're praying, you oh, God, help me get good results in my exams. And God says, yeah, sure. Go to your exam hall, go around it and sing and pray <laughs> for a week <laughs> before your exams. Uh, sing and dance before exams. If, I would, if, if God told me that, I'd be like, oh, God, Nah, I'm going to spend time studying. <laughs> but we know that you know Joshua obeyed, right? It doesn't make sense. How can the wall of Jericho fall from that? It doesn't make sense. But he obeyed anyway. And I thought God was saying, you know, be strong enough to accept my laws, my ways are higher. But more importantly, be courageous. It takes a lot of courage to obey something that doesn't make sense. You know, this is a thing that we, we, we read about in a lot of our Bible heroes, right? Think about Abraham, the father of faith, right? Him bringing Isaac up in Genesis 22, uh, where God says, you know, bring your only son Isaac and sacrifice him as a burnt offering. It took a lot of courage, a lot of strength to accept that that was what God was telling him to do. Doesn't make sense because, you know, God says before that, a few chapters before that, that, you know, through Isaac, look at the stars, uh, that's the level of, uh, 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 count the stars and that's uh, the number of descendants, right? Um, make, uh, through Isaac, or will make you a great nation. And here God will say, take Isaac and sacrifice him as a burnt offering. I mean, if I was Abraham, I would say, God, that doesn't make sense. You promise A, and yet now you're telling me to B. And it took a lot of strength for Abraham to accept that. And not only that, to have the courage to bring Isaac up to the mount and was so close to slaughtering him. Until God, we all know that God says, no, 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 this was just a test. I've already prepared behind the scenes. You know, as they were going out the mountain, uh, God was bringing up another ram from the other side uh, of the mountain. right? I imagine that picture. Uh, and God says, no, 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 I've already prepared a ram. And be strong enough to just accept that even if it doesn't make sense, God is going to control be courageous enough to obey Him anyway. I remember the time where um, a couple years back, you know, when I first started working, uh, salary was just, wasn't very high. And so, what I did was, I kind of went, you know, salary's not that high. If I try to save as much as I can, I'm not going to be able to live comfortably. Probably be uh, well, it's good to save money if you can do, uh, <laughs> but um, I just felt, I you know, because of how low my salary was as a graduate, maybe first few years don't have to save, don't have to focus on saving too much, um, and so I did that, right? And then came the year where you know I finally had a better salary, and at the same time it was the same year that I finally qualified uh, to receive bonus, to be part of the bonus plan, the company. And I remember, you know, I, I felt that I did very well for the company. I felt that, you know, I did, I worked really hard. And I was like, God, this bonus, it's not a lot. Uh, being like a sec, end of a second year. It wasn't a lot. But I thought, you know, first bonus, right? And I prayed. I said, God, uh, if I get this bonus, half of it, 50% goes to you. God, 50% goes to you. Uh, 50% goes to you. And I remember I didn't get it. And I, remember, and I was so disappointed. Uh, I was so, so disappointed. And the worst thing was, I remember God telling me, you know that 50% you said you were going to give me? Can you give it to me? <laughs> and I went, God, there's no 50%. I didn't get anything. Uh, but God was like, you know that amount that you said you were going to give? Will you? Okay. I was like, that doesn't make sense. God, that doesn't make sense. You know, it took me a while to obey, to kind of go, okay, I'll do it. Uh, but I was like, God, your promises are yes and amen. How come now it feels like it's no and oh, amen? Uh, <laughs> I mean, when God says, give me that 50%, I was like, oh man, really? And I didn't really have much in terms of savings as well. And I thought, you know, God, if I gave this to you, it would be out of my salary. I don't know when I have enough. Uh, and God just said, trust me. And I obey. Yeah, so working without money does sometimes matter. If I want us <laughs> some hard-earned money, I obey. And God provided for me. God provided for me. And I was reminded that you know My God is bigger than any bonus that I can get. And maybe for some of us, that's what we need to do. Be strong enough to just accept that his ways are higher. Maybe he's been telling you to do something. Maybe God's been challenging you to serve. God's been challenging you to do something. Be strong enough to share. The gospel with your friends, with your colleagues, you know, we this just this, this last week we study about evangelism, right? Maybe God is just challenging us. Go. Go. Maybe we just need to have the courage to obey. If I can sum it all up, there's three points. Be strong enough to admit that you're afraid, but trust him anyway. Be strong enough to dream again But surrender, but courageous courageous enough to surrender that dream to him. And be strong enough to accept that his ways are higher. Be courageous enough to obey anyway. If I can summarize those three, it'll be this. Be strong enough to stand up again. If If you've met with disappointment, if right now you feel that you're defeated. Be strong enough to stand up again. Be strong enough to pick yourself up again. But be courageous enough to have faith. Have the courage to trust God anyway. Because He is the God of the impossible and He will come through for you. Amen? Let me pray. Father God, we just want to thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you that it's powerful, that it's powerful and it's life. God, I just want to pray, Lord God, for my brothers and sisters, Lord, whoever, Lord God, and I miss, Lord God, who, Lord, uh, may be facing, Lord God, a disappointment. Lord, may be facing, Lord God, uh, um, uh, uh, a challenge, uh, a setback. God, I pray, Lord, let your word be strong and courageous just internalize, Lord God, within uh, each and every one of us. Lord, would you teach us, Lord, to trust you, uh, to have the courage to have faith in you.